0: You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Storch Show. Let's go. Uh, Again, my name is Andy Storch, and I am your host and founder here. And uh, starting a movement, if you will, of people who want to go out and achieve big things and get the absolute most out of life. And if that is you, then you're in the right place. And you may have heard my episode last week where I discussed uh, some of the things I achieved in 2018 and my big goals for 2019. And uh, I, I heard uh, from a few listeners and, and friends who said they enjoyed that episode and uh, liked were motivated by hearing some of the goals and some of the advice. Um, that I gave. But I realized looking back that while I shared my reflection on 2018 and my goals and I shared what I'm trying to achieve, I didn't give a lot of guidance on how to set big goals and really to dominate your year in 2019. And if you are around, if you're on social media, you're probably seeing a lot of people posting about their goals and their word for the year and the theme for the year and what they're trying to achieve and all of this different stuff. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I haven't really set my goals yet. Should I set goals? How do I go about doing that? Uh, How do I make sure that I'm going to have a fantastic year? So if that's you, I've got uh, some great content, some advice for you today. And if you've already spent time reflecting and setting your goals, then take this time to think about what you've put together and reflect on that and maybe hone it and uh, make sure that it is set up right for you. So today is all about dominating your goals in 2019. And the uh, advice I'm going to give is based on a presentation that I put together last year uh, for a couple different groups that I'm in. And that presentation is actually based on a lot of things I've learned from people like Hal Elrod, Tony Robbins, uh, Michael Hyatt and others. Uh, As I've put together my own goals and strive to go out and get the absolute most out of life. So uh, several resources, like I mentioned, um, I have been to Hal Elrod's Best Year Ever Blueprint event in the past. Uh, I've gone to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. I have gone through Michael Hyatt's Best Year Ever course. uh, And I've also uh, read some other books and and some other things that have helped me put together uh, what I consider to be big goals Uh, some of which I went out and achieved and some of which I'm still working on achieving. So let's talk about setting and achieving big goals in 2019. Step one, the most important thing, and there will be a lot of important things, but it's to get your mind right and believe in the possibility of success for yourself in whatever area it is that you want to go out and achieve success. It could be your health, it could be fitness, it could be sales, it could be financial, it could be family or relationship, whatever it is, there are a lot of areas where we can and know we can get better. You've got to believe in the possibility. You've got to believe in yourself and you've got to get excited about the future. And that's really important. And for some people, that's easy. Uh, you know, I have no problem with that. But I know a lot of other people have difficult situations going on in their lives and, it's, and they tend to get down on where they are and what's going on and the, and the fact that they haven't achieved their goals in the past. Forget all that. Get excited about what's in front of you now. Get excited about the future and then start to dream. Start to dream and visualize what is possible for you. If it's a better relationship with your spouse or your kids, if it's uh, improving your health or your fitness, making more money, um, you know, changing careers, starting a new business. Think about all the things that are possible for you and then start to organize those visions into categories. So I've mentioned some of these already. One might be uh, health and fitness. Another one could be your work or career. Another one might be your financial situation. Do you want to get out of debt? Another one might be your marriage or your relationship with your spouse, significant other. Another one might be uh, your uh, parental uh, situation, your relationship with your kids or being a better parent. Uh, one might be social. Maybe you want to find more friends uh, that are going to raise you up or spend more time with friends or do more networking um it might be intellectual growth you know you want to read more books learn more things uh, like i've shared that i've been doing Um, it might be about fun or hobbies Uh, you know I, i think it's perfectly acceptable and reasonable and even advisable to set goals about hobbies right so you know maybe you're if you've got a busy life and a lot of stuff going on but you know you really need to get outside and have some fun and play basketball or play the guitar or learn to play piano Or knitting whatever it is you know put it in your goals and so you can build time in for it maybe it's spiritual Uh, it may be doing more meditation or going to church more often or praying or you know reading the Bible whatever it is or it might be emotional might be controlling emotions uh, something to do with emotions or gratitude Uh, it could go in any of those categories but I think when you start to categorize those visions that you have for yourself those things that you want to achieve that you want to improve it helps you start to organize and set those goals. Number four, become aware of your limiting beliefs. This is a hard one for a lot of people. If you haven't studied this, if you haven't gone through um, a program by Tony Robbins or something like that, maybe you're not familiar with this concept of limiting beliefs. I will get more into that in just a moment. But this is a really important one. You've got to become aware of your limiting beliefs. And these are the areas where where you are holding yourself back. Okay? Not other people are holding you back, but you are holding yourself back. And then you want to replace those limiting beliefs with empowering beliefs or liberating beliefs. And again, I'll get to those, back to those in just a minute. So identifying limiting beliefs, replacing those with empowering beliefs, and then figure out where you need more help or clarity. So setting and achieving goals doesn't have to be a solo thing. You don't have to go out and and you know attack life on your own, right? So find friends or coaches or mentors, uh, mastermind groups, or other things that can help you, or books where you need to learn more, figure out where you need to improve and take action for that. Number seven, take full responsibility for your life, your goals, and your actions. I know I talked about this last week in my episode about my own goals, but, To the extent that you can take full responsibility for your life and that means avoiding the victim mindset that means avoiding um, making excuses saying that you're not able to achieve something because of someone else or something else or some situation or your job or your boss or whatever it is but taking responsibility and saying i'm in control of this i control how much time i spend on this i control my ability to get to the gym on a regular basis or what I put in my mouth and my stomach or I control the conversations I have with other people or the amount of time I spend on work and business development or whatever it is you're trying to improve, now is the time to start taking full responsibility because that is going to be one of the biggest things to empower you to go out and achieve your goals. And then you know if you don't achieve it, if you if you fail per se, You fall short, then A, you have no one to blame but yourself because blaming other people is not really going to help you. And when I say blame yourself, blame is a bad word. It should be taking responsibility and saying, okay, I tried this. It didn't work. Let's try something else. Let's make a change. All right. And number eight on the get your mind right, believe in what's possible starting out is be grateful for what you have and realize that you have all the resources you need, whether it's your intelligence, your financial resources, your experience, uh, your network, you might not believe it, but you may already have everyone in your network that you need because those people know people who could help you. So there are so many things you need to do here, but I'll recap these, get focused and excited, start to dream and visualize what's possible. Organize those visions into categories. Become aware of your limiting beliefs and replace those limiting beliefs with empowering beliefs or liberating truths. Figure out where you need more help or clarity, take full responsibility for your life goals and actions, and be grateful for what you have and realize you have all the resources you need. And I want to insert a quote here from Hal Elrod, where you are is a result of who you were, but where you go depends entirely on who you choose to be. So we are all in different situations. We all have different marital, parental situations, work situations, financial situations, living situations, whatever it is. And you are in your situation now because of what you've done up to this point. But that doesn't define where you go from here. Where you go depends entirely on who you choose to be. So that's about setting new goals, setting new beliefs, setting new intentions and going out and taking action towards those. So let's, before we get into taking that action, let me revisit the limiting beliefs and empowering beliefs because limiting beliefs hold so many people back. They have held me back in the past. Um, I still have some of my own. I think everybody has them. I think we all always have limiting beliefs and I'm always uh, recognizing them and, and trying to transform them into empowering beliefs. When Courtney and I, my wife and I went to Unleash the Power Within A little more than a year ago in November 2017, one of the big exercises we did there was recognizing three limiting beliefs and transforming those into empowering beliefs. And we both did that. And that was a game changer for me. Um, So let me give you some examples of some limiting beliefs. I am too old or young or poor or uneducated to start something new. Um, I'm too old and out of shape to go uh, work out at the gym. Uh, Nobody in my family has ever gotten a college degree or made six figures or started a business, so I can't either. I've never before been able to accomplish X, so I can't do it now. There's no way, right? I'm just not capable. Uh, No one in my family is very musically inclined, so I can't play music. I'm not musically inclined. I can't sing. People don't want to hear what I have to say. That was one of my big limiting beliefs a year and a half ago that I squashed when I was at UPW. People don't care what I have to say. And now here I am talking into a microphone making a podcast and you're listening to it and I'm so grateful that you are listening to it. And I get feedback from people that they appreciate the things that I put out there. And so I've transformed that into, I have a lot of great things to say and value to add to people's lives. And I need to share that with the world. That's an empowering belief. Here's some other examples of empowering beliefs. With my experience and wisdom, now is the best time to start something new. So going back to that limiting belief, I am too old, young, poor, uneducated, whatever it is, to start something new, transform that into an empowering belief. With my experience and wisdom, now is the best time to start something new. Instead of no one in my family has ever accomplished X, so I can't either, change that into an empowering belief, which is, there was no one better to blaze a trail and accomplish new things than me. I am the one that's going to set the bar for the next generation. And then the last example, again, the limiting belief, I've never before done X, so I can't do it now either. Change that to an empowering belief, which is I have learned from past experience and have all the resources I need. If you truly believe that and that your future does not equal your past, which is a quote from Tony Robbins, you know that you can still go out and achieve anything. So you might wanna pause this here and think about this. What are your limiting beliefs? I know everybody has them. I talk to people every day. I talked to a friend uh, last week who is a start of the business. He's got a lot of capabilities. His clients love him. But when I dug deep in our conversation, short conversation, I found out he had a huge limiting belief and lack of confidence that people didn't care What he had to say and that he didn't really wasn't really adding value to his clients even though they were coming to him for business he had that limiting belief i spoke to another friend this last weekend who's a realtor who had started a youtube channel but he stopped for a while and he didn't feel like he kind of felt like a fraud because he didn't have a lot of business from it yet but he had a limiting belief that people didn't want to hear from him because he hadn't accomplished a a metric that was in his mind what he needed to accomplish but that's not what other people were looking at that's a limiting belief that he had holding himself back and so i had the limiting belief that people didn't really care what i had to say and so when i started my podcast i focused entirely on interviews and i didn't do any of these solo shows because i didn't think anybody would care but i changed that to an empowering belief which is that people do care they do want to hear what i have to say that i can add value that i do have the ability to help people and therefore i need to put more of that out there And so I started doing more of it. And uh, lo and behold, people seem to like it. I think, you know, the downloads keep going up. So those are transforming limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs. Now, let's get to the next step in our goal setting process. So step one was getting your mind right, believing in the possibility. I went through all of those things, starting to dream about what's possible. Step two is to review the past. Review the past. Why review the past? Well, for the same reason that we take history class in school, we need to really know where we came from before we can start taking action to where we're going. So what things have we tried in the past? How did it work out? What can we learn from that experience? So look back at your past year. Um, Michael Hyatt in his course suggests giving it a name. So my 2017 was the year of health and personal growth when I started really getting the personal growth and I also went to the gym every single day. I tried to work out seven days a week. My 2018, I would say, is probably the year of entrepreneurship and um, developing a personal brand where I was first first year kind of out on my own, figuring that out, um, building a personal brand, doing a lot of stuff on social media. And I'm gonna say 2019 is gonna be the year that I really accelerate sales and my business uh, and look to really grow that. So give that a year, give that a name or a theme, what goals, plans or dreams did you have a year ago? And what were you trying to achieve? How did that work out? And so step two is acknowledge what actually happened. What themes kept occurring? What did you accomplish in 2018 that you're most proud of? What disappointments or regrets? Did you experience in 2018 why why were you disappointed why was it a regret why did it feel like a failure why did it not work out what can you learn so the next step is what major life lesson did you learn Um, the goal here is to translate past experience to wisdom for 2019 so take your experience in 2018 and instead of sitting around going oh i didn't achieve my goals you know i said i was going to get in shape and i didn't I said I was going to eat healthy and I didn't. I said I was going to um, grow my business and it stayed flat. Stop wallowing in that and say, what can I learn from this? And translate that into wisdom. You know, my business stayed flat, but if I really think about it, I didn't dedicate the time that I needed to. I didn't actually do those sales activities every day. I still spent two hours a day on Facebook when I should have been um, prospecting for new clients. or. I still watched a lot of sports when I could have been at the gym or whatever it is, recognize the mistakes you made, recognize how you spent your time and how you were prioritized and how you can make changes for the next year. What lessons can you take away from 2018 that will help you move forward and do better in 2019? And I've talked about this in the past. Don't worry about comparing yourself to other people. Do not compare yourself to me, compare yourself to yourself last year. Okay. So if you learn from the lessons, you learn from what you did last year, and you improve and do things differently in 2019, that's improvement, my friends. That is getting better, and that is a success. That is something you should be proud of. Not showing up if you grow your business by 20% and you see that, oh, Andy grew his business by 80%, so I'm disappointed in myself. F that. That is bullshit because we're all in different situations You're not here to compare yourself against me. You're here to learn from me and other people and then use that to improve your own life and your own business and then be proud of yourself when you improve over the year before. I know plenty of people who make more than me. I know plenty of people who make less than me and I don't compare myself to them. I don't get down on myself. I am proud of where I have gotten to. I know what's possible to go out and do and I wanna go double my business this year and I take inspiration from the people who are ahead of me, I learn from them and I see what's possible. And I'm like, man, that person is making that or they're doing that, that is possible for me and that's what I'm gonna go out and do in the future. So learn from what you did last year, make adjustments. Your goal is to improve and make and make adjustments like I said. Um, my quote here is, unless you bring closure to your past, you will carry it with you into the future. That's Michael Hyatt. So What Hyatt is talking about is closing the books on 2018. It's over. We are well into it now. Um, As I publish this, it is uh, Friday the uh, 11th, I think. And uh, 2018 is over. It's over. So let's let it go. Let's move on to 2019 and set new big goals and go out and achieve those things. So that was Review the Past. Speaking of that, let's set those goals. Let's design our future. Number one, visualize what you would want to accomplish. I already mentioned this. Start to think about dream big. What is possible for you? Not just what's probable based on the past. And if I make some tweaks, I might be able to um, lose five pounds or grow my business by 10%. Visualize a big future. What is possible? What actually makes you uncomfortable? Be ambitious. Be ambitious, set big goals. What I, to, I told you last week about my goals for 2019. I had a decent year. My goal is not to grow my business by 20%. It's to double my income in 2019. And I think that is possible, actually more than double my income. I set a really big sales goal, really big income goal, a goal so big it makes me uncomfortable, but not as uncomfortable as it would have made me two years ago or a year ago when I had limiting beliefs that I couldn't make more than say, uh, $200,000. I'm setting goals way bigger than that because I know what is possible now. So be ambitious, dream big. You don't, no one's going to, no one's going to judge you as a failure if you don't achieve that goal, especially if you uh, make it pretty close, right? You've heard that term, um, you know, set your sight on the moon because if you don't, if you miss, you'll still land among the stars, whatever it is. Um, the idea is that you set those big goals and even if you miss them, you still achieve a lot. So be really ambitious. And then write out SMARTER goals for each area of your life. Um, This SMARTER uh, acronym comes from the Michael Hyatt course. And um, of course, you might be familiar with SMART goals already, which stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, um, uh, Relevant, and Time-bound. In Michael Hyatt's SMARTER acronym, it stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Risky, time bound, exciting and relevant. So are your goals specific? Do you know exactly what you want to achieve? Can you measure that? And a lot of people will tell you, a lot of coaches will tell you that what gets measured gets done and that's how you hold people accountable. That's how you hold yourself accountable. Uh, is it actionable? Can you actually take action on this? Uh, is it risky? Does it make you a little bit nervous that you set such a big goal? I hope it does. Mine does. Uh, is it time-bound? Can you actually say by this certain amount of time, we're setting a goal for a year, so definitely. Is it exciting? Yes. And is it relevant to your life? Uh, I hope so. If we're sitting here setting goals for ourselves, And then number four, make plans to check in with goals regularly. So we're not just here to set big goals for the year and then disappear and not ever think about them again. Uh, We want to break those down into quarterly goals, into monthly goals. Uh, We want to check in with those on a regular basis. I have an entry on my calendar at the beginning of every month to check in with my goals, see where I am, and make changes if I need to. So here are some examples. Smarter. I will lift weights four times a week with a goal of setting lifetime uh, PRs, uh, personal records, by June 30th. Uh, That's something that I did last year. I will publish my first book by December 31st. That's risky and exciting. I will connect more with my coworkers and get to know them better. So I have better relationships with the people on my team. I will spend time every week doing this. That's a goal that you can write down that you can put in. I will connect more with my kids by spending an hour a day with no distractions. That's a goal that you can put down as well. There are a lot of goals you can put down in different areas of your life. But think about something specific that you can look back on and say, did I do that or did I not? And here's another quote for you. The number one cause of unfulfilled potential is never deciding that now matters more than any other time in your life. It does. That's from Hal Elrod. Um, This reminds me of the famous Chinese proverb, uh, which is that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, and the second best time is now. So... Maybe there are some things that you wish you started earlier, but you cannot go back in the past. My friends, you can't go back and change that, but you can start today. You can design your future. You can be ambitious. You can set big goals. You can check in with those and you can take action towards achieving those. So speaking of taking action, let's get into that. But before we do step four is find your why and connect the goals to your purpose so you need to identify your motivations and write them down why do you want to achieve these goals why do you want to connect more with coworkers? why do you want to work out more why do you want to get in better shape why do you want to improve your network why do you want to find a new job or a new career or start a business why do you want to build an exciting uh, leadership development program for your company or your department why do you want to improve your facilitation skills why do you want to? Uh, improve your finances. Why do you want to do these things? You need to prioritize your motivations. What's most important to you and identify how your life will change. If you accomplish these goals, what, what's going to happen if you go do these things, how will you feel and decide that you must, you must achieve these goals. And that's something I took from Grant Cardone when I read his book, the 10 X rule, which basically said that once you set big goals, you need to make it an imperative in your life that you take action towards achieving those goals. That's how I feel about my goals, that if I don't go out and achieve my goals, uh, then I am going to be disappointing to myself. Not that I have to achieve them, but I attack them as if it is my personal responsibility to set an example for my children and my friends and my colleagues and everyone around me that I am someone who takes action and goes out and achieves goals so that they can go out and do that as well. So if you're identifying your motivations, you're connecting these, to your purpose, this is what's gonna keep you going when times get tough because challenges are gonna come up no matter what goals you set, no matter how easy or hard you think it's gonna be, challenges will come up. If you say you're gonna work out four or five times a week, you're gonna have those weeks when you travel or things come up and if you don't have a strong why, a strong reason, you're going to give up. That's when people give up. They don't give up just because they get lazy. They give up because something gets in their way. And that's when we connect back to our why, to our purpose, and say, oh, I'm not giving up. I'm gonna show them that I'm capable of achieving more, and I'm going to accomplish this goal. I'm gonna stick with it. You've gotta have a why. And then, taking that, the lessons from the past, taking the big goals that we set, connecting them to our why, it's time to make it happen. You've got to take action. That's the difference between you and everyone else. That's the difference between the people who achieve goals and people who don't. Everybody can set goals. Everybody can set a strategy. You know, I work a lot with big companies. Companies spend so much time setting strategies, but why do the best strategies fail? Because they don't have good execution. You have to go out and execute. You've got to make it happen. So here are 12 tips, my 12 tips for making it happen. Number one, get off your butt and start taking action. What's the first thing you need to do now? That sounds obvious, but let me tell you what's behind that people plan and plan and plan and plan themselves to death, right? They get paralyzed by analysis analysis paralysis. They call it. Sometimes you got to just start. You got to take the first step. You got to take action. You got to send that email. You got to write down that plan. You got to make that video. You got to walk into the gym, even though you have no idea what you're doing and just start doing something or ask for help you've got to take that action that first step to start making progress and then you'll adjust you'll you'll figure it out you'll you'll make progress from there so number two is don't plan too much go take action i already covered that planning is important i'm not going to tell you that it's not important to plan if this is a big goal if you are working a big company and it's a corporate project you're working on obviously you have to plan you've got to get the right people involved but you can't wait forever you've got to start taking action um advice number three chunk your goals, create milestones and habits, both monthly, weekly, daily, create the habits that are going to lead to your success. And I can tell you right now that uh, setting goals, setting big goals, it's not really about achieving them. It's about the habits that you put in place that you establish uh, to make you a better person that you are the type of person that can go out and achieve goals, that can accomplish certain things, and you never know where that stuff will lead. At the end of the year, you may not achieve the specific goals that you set out, but you may establish some habits that allow you to create or achieve so many other things. Number four, schedule everything. So I'll do another episode maybe on productivity sometime, which I have in the past, Uh, but It's so important to schedule things. When I made the move, the change from the to-do list to actually scheduling things, that is when I started getting a lot more stuff done. And uh, I have gotten away from that actually as of late, uh, and I need to get back to that. Uh, So I highly recommend it. When you have important things you need to get done, instead of working off a to-do list, put it on your calendar, schedule that time uh, to work on that most important goal. Number five, honor your commitments take those goals seriously if you are putting down a goal and it's something that you seriously want to achieve honor it take it seriously treat it as a very important thing in your life number six review your goals and motivations regularly so i mentioned having uh, something on my calendar to check in on my goals quarterly and monthly um are they still relevant is something you're still excited about or do you need to change it in fact i review my goals every morning in my affirmations and i change those probably about quarterly Uh, when my goals change. Number seven, share your goals selectively with supportive friends and accountability partners. So writing, if you have a goal and you just say it to yourself, it's, I don't know the chances of you achieving it. If you just keep it to yourself, not that high, writing it down improves your chances. Telling a friend improves your chances a lot more. So tell your friends, tell your boss, tell your coworkers, Hey, I'm trying to do this. Do you want to do this with me? You know, I'm trying to get to the gym four times a week. Do you want to do it with me or hold me accountable? Um, you'd be amazed how much progress you can make or how much of a difference it makes if your coworker just asks you at lunch, like, hey, you got going to make it to the gym today? I know you said you're trying to go um, five days a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I had this project, but uh, since you brought it up, I guess I will do it. I mean, I have accomplished so many things because friends and peers have checked in with me and I love checking in with my friends uh, and people I know to help them achieve their goals. So share your goals. Number eight, maintain forward momentum. Keep making incremental progress. Don't stop. It doesn't have to be big things every day or every week or every month, but just little things here and there. And you know, notice that you're making progress. Notice that you're making momentum and recognize that. Number nine, plan for contingencies and obstacles because they will happen. Uh, I had a, uh, an interview with, uh, Larry Yatch, who is a friend and mentor of mine, the former Navy seal, um, on tactical planning, all about developing a plan with phases and contingencies because things can and will go wrong, right? What is that Moore's law? Whatever will go can go wrong, will go wrong. You've got a plan for those contingencies. Nothing ever works perfectly. You, you know, you, you say you're going to go to the gym five days a week, but again, travel, kids get sick, Whatever happens, things are going to come up. How are you going to handle that? What are you going to do then? Are you going to take a couple days off and make it up the next week? Are you going to change your routine when the things you need to work out are not available? Um, Are you going to do something different? Are you going to use an app? Are you going to get recommendations from friends? What are you going to do when those obstacles come up? Number 10, ask for help if you need it. Don't do it alone. We don't have to do things alone. As humans are a social species, we are not here To do things alone. We're not made to do things alone. And I I won't go, I don't go down this whole road, but you know, so many people in this world are feeling lonely and depressed, and it's because they're trying to do things alone. They're living in a house by themselves, they're working a job by themselves, um, and they're not socializing, they're not talking to other people, they're not having people support them and hold them accountable. And it's destructive, it's tough, it's hard. It's hard to try to do things by yourself. I mean, I work. Um, from home on my own. And some of that I, I like because it allows me to get stuff done uh, without a lot of distractions. But I really like connecting with others. I like having other people support me. So I'm involved in uh, multiple groups online. Um, the, uh, the Dad's Edge group I've been part of for two years now, which is a premium dad's group. I'm in a an entre- couple different entrepreneur groups for people that are you know, building businesses and trying to achieve financial success. And I've made so many friends with those groups and people that I check in with regularly. Plus, I have my local friends. Um, I have a networking group I belong to. Uh, it's, it's important to connect with others and then ask for help. We are so afraid as humans to ask for help because we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid if we ask for help, then the other person will think, well, she's weak. She just asked me for help. She must not know what the heck she's doing, right? Right. But if you flip that around, you think about all the times that you've helped other people. If you're like me, you love helping other people. You love when friends and coworkers ask you for help. Now, can't take it too far. If you work in a big company, coworkers asking for your help means more work, right? So, within reason, but I like helping people and I like when people ask me for help. And so, it's not a big deal to ask people for help. We all need help. I ask people for help all the time. I got this podcast started because I asked a bunch of people for help who were already hosting podcasts. And they gave me the help I needed to get me going. And now I love when people reach out to me uh, for advice on starting a podcast. And I have those conversations all the time. Excuse me, because I like helping. Number 11, be prepared to pivot. As I mentioned earlier, things are not going to go perfectly. You never know what's going to happen throughout the year. You might decide, as with a company strategy, that uh, you know things have changed, goals change, You want to accomplish new things, different things. Maybe you achieve your goal earlier than you thought was possible. Or maybe it becomes obvious that it's impossible and you need to pivot and change your goals. Just, it's okay. Be ready to pivot. And number 12, celebrate your wins. Be excited. Be proud of the things you accomplish. It's okay. We live in a world where... Uh, In the Western world, sometimes it's, uh, you know, we're afraid of celebrating or bragging about things because we'll be perceived as arrogant. It's okay to celebrate wins. And in fact, if you celebrate your wins and tell other people about them, it shows them what is possible. I like seeing what my friends accomplish because that shows me what's possible. So you gotta celebrate those wins, all right? So this is all about making it happen. And going back to the very beginning, the most important thing is just to get started Start making progress, start doing different things, and learning from those. If you are a fan of the Carol Dweck book, Mindset, have a growth mindset. You just need to try stuff and learn from it, and you will get better. There is no failure. There is only learning and improvement. Um, I want to share the Tony Robbins Ultimate Success Formula that I learned at uh, Unleash the Power Within, which is related to all this. Number one is know your outcome. Be very specific about what you want to achieve. Number two is know your reason why. why is it a must? So I told you, you set those specific goals, connect them to your purpose, understand why you're trying to do them. Number three, take massive action. so make a plan and start taking action. Number four, know what you're getting so be able to measure that, realize what the outcome is. and then number five, change your approach. If you don't get what you want, change your approach. So uh, you know in my both of my podcasts I ask people about uh, their biggest failures and what they learn from them sometimes. And those are great lessons, um, but I often question that, why well, call anything a failure? Because really it's just learning, right? We, we, we try to do something, it didn't come out as we planned, and now we need to make a pivot, we need to learn from it, make a pivot, and try something new. And Tony Robbins says, the only failure in life is in giving up or not trying at all. That was one of the big things I took away, again from UPW, that you know you try something, it doesn't work out, it's not a failure. A failure is if you just give up because you decide you don't want to do it anymore. That's different. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not saying you have to keep going at all costs. Um, but stop thinking about things as failures or worrying about what people are going to think about you. If you don't achieve your goals, you got to just go out and try them, try things and, uh, and then make adjustments. And then I'll close with a quote from, uh, again, Hal Elrod, who is someone that I really look up to. He's the, the author of the miracle morning, uh, book series. And he says, the life of your dreams is real and available to you, but it's waiting for you to take action and claim it. So what are you waiting for? You gotta go out and take action. All right. So that is my advice for you today on setting goals. Uh, It was all about getting focused and getting your mind in the right place. And I went through the steps for that, Uh, changing limiting into empowering beliefs, reviewing your past to understand where you came from. Designing your future by setting big, smart goals, finding your why, connecting things to your purpose, and then doing the things you need to do to make it happen. So that's my advice for you for setting big goals for 2019. I know this is a little bit late in the year, but I know there are a lot of people that haven't really gotten around to doing this. I hope this was helpful to you, was inspiring to you. Uh, If you have questions, ideas, or advice, feel free to reach out to me. I'm very active on LinkedIn and Facebook. You can find me under there, Andy Storch, uh, Instagram as well, uh, or you can send me an email to uh, andystorch at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic day.